And I understand there's so many people screaming from the rooftops, do this, don't do this, don't eat this, don't do that. It's like paralysis by analysis. And it's not fair anymore. And it's pushing people back into the the pharmaceuticals, back into the junk food, back into the things that they know isn't healthy for them, but it's at least easier to comply to that than figure out, can I have kale or not? My name is Johnny Elsasser, and I'm a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger and Tactical Commander to the U.S. Ambassador's Protective Detail. I have seen the struggle even the most hardened men have faced when they combat their inner demons, and I am here to shine a light on those struggles to show that no man is exempt from adversity and internal pain. Men from all walks of life share their stories of hardship, darkness, and perseverance so that every man knows that whatever he is going through, he is not alone. Evolution for men begins now. This is a Soul Fire production. Hey everyone, welcome back to today's episode. And this is the first episode to kick off 2024. I'm excited to bring on our resident doc, my good friend, Doc Jacques Moser, who is a functional medicine doctor and really trying to put everybody on the ultimate path to health in their life by gaining control over their own health through holistic measures. It is a fun time to always chat with them. And today we're kind of going over some of the things that we see plaguing society today with these quick fixes and also with how Western medicine is kind of demonizing the approach to getting holistically healthy and taking control of your own health without relying on pharmacology. And it is a big topic because of the fact that, you know, we are deterred from taking control of our own health. We are told that we are incapable of doing so and not educated enough to do so. Yet everything that's being conditioned around Western medicine is not to give us a healthy lifestyle. It is to treat symptoms and put you on pharmaceuticals so that you are attached to those things and continually making money for the pharmaceutical companies. This is not me speaking. This is actually a lot of analytics and data and stuff studies and well-renowned individuals who have pushed all of that narrative into our hands and allowed us to find it and research it and validate it. And it's true. So we dive into a lot of these things that Doc Jacques has seen today. We kind of debunk some of the things that are out there and we give you guys an aspect of seeing how to take on a healthy lifestyle and not be deterred to approaching that healthy lifestyle and taking control back for yourself. So an episode that I feel is very important to kick off the new year and also with one of my closest friends out there. So enjoy this episode and I'll see you guys around the corner. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Masculinity and also welcome to 2024. We are just kicking off the year and we have our resident doc on with us, my man, Doc Jacques. What's going on, brother? Not too much, man. Pleasure to kick off the new year with you, man. I appreciate you carving out the time for me today. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, really great to have you on to start the year because this is where everybody makes their uh, resolutions that they tend to not hold to. And (laughs) it's a good way to kick off talking about, in my opinion, talking about health. And I think Last time you were on the show, we started diving into a lot of uh, the testosterone conversation, which don't worry, guys, we'll touch on it here, but we're, we're really going to dive into some other things. But talking about how that was impacting men and how like the lack of blood work is really... I've, ha- I've had friends reach out to me and, and they're like, hey, this is going on. And I'm like, bro, have you gotten your blood work done? And they're like, what? And I was like, oh God. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was there too. I didn't know about this shit until you told me about it. And you're like, yeah, bro, we need to see blood work. And it's so important to know that for our hormonal levels, right? For sure, man. Because there, there's so many things that can contribute into the low testosterone piece. And, and you don't know until you know. And so when you, when you test properly and you, you test appropriately, not just like the, the medical side of things where they do just like this, this baby freaking version of a hormone test, but get like a, a big comprehensive panel to figure out, hey, do I have low testosterone? And if so, where is it going? Am I overconverting to estrogen? Do I not have enough DHEA or, or precursor metabolites to build testosterone? What is it? And then once you have that baseline, it's just all about compounding on top of that so that you can get the highest level natural that you, you, you could possibly want. Yeah. And it's just fascinating because like until you until you get that done, you know, there's so many things that come into play. But you know, we have so many we have so many 
kind of little things that affect our hormones. And we were, we were talking about this was the microplastics and things like that that come, we interact with every day. And we don't realize how this affects our hormonal um, production. And we can't know really until we get something like a blood test done. And, and that's why it becomes, in my opinion, one of the most important things you can do. Yeah, I think on, on, on I think I said on the previous podcast too, like if you're a parent out there, if if you were to give your your kid like a, a birthday present on their 16th birthday or something of that nature, get them a hormone test. Mm-hmm. Figure out where their hormonal levels are because the hormonal problems start usually when they're kids or they're teenagers. Yeah. And what happens is like for women, they get put on birth control. And for men, it's like, oh, you're you're too anabolic, you're you're too masculine. Like, let's let's bring that down a little bit. But like you said, with the, the microplastics, I just heard um, somebody talk about this this morning where they're saying that no kid under the age of 14 should wear any type of synthetic fiber on their yeah. body because of the, the endocrine disruption. And you know, there's so many things from the microplastics to the birth controls in the water to the shitty food that's out there, the artificial coloring, the glyphosate that's in pesticides. Like, there are so many things stacked against us that, like you said, Johnny, the sooner we find this stuff out, the faster we can correct it and, and we can make sure we have that avoidant behavior to make sure we don't end up down that path again. Yeah. And I also was listening to someone, Joe Rogan. I meant to call you and ask you about this because I want to know. And there was, I think there was a doctor on there. He was talking about some tests that you can do that tells you what specific uh, nutrients you're deficient in. Do you know what test this is? And, and is that making sense to you? So there, um, there are certain tests. There's a uh, micronutrient panel that you can do, um, but the, the big one is the the hair and tissue mineral analysis mm. (HTMA). But if that's the one you're talking about, this is going to piss a lot of people <laughs> off. But I'm here to do that. It's one of the most medically inaccurate tests that you can run. Wow! Um, it's been debunked like time and time again. So you'll see like these these functional medicine docs or these holistic coaches. They're like, get a hair and tissue mineral analysis, and I'm like, this test is shit. What are you trying to do? And then you get put on like 30 different supplements, like you're deficient here and here and here and here. And going back to root cause of that, well, why are you deficient in that? Is it because you have poor gut health and you can't absorb what you're eating? Do you have poor stomach acid? Do you have infections? Do you have parasites leaching nutrients? What is actually causing you to be deficient? Mm. So I don't like that test very much, but it is out there if, that, if that's the one you were referring to. Why is it so, why is it so in, inefficient or ineffective um, to you? Is it because the fact that you're not actually addressing the root cause and it's just showing you like, hey, symptomatically you're deficient in these nutrients. So up the, up the vitamins in that? So what the, the research was showing on it is there's a couple of things when it comes to validity of testing and there's intra and inter examiner reliability. Okay. Which basically broke it down as like, if, if we were in the same lab and we took the same sample and we ran the same analysis, are we a hundred percent accurate? Do I come up with the same exact results that you do? Okay. If you don't, then it's not as valid or it you know, starts to lose its validity. Now, the other piece of it is, okay, you'll say that you're in Charleston, I'm out in Phoenix. We have the same sample. I run it in my lab. You run it in your lab. Is it going to be the same? So the, the problem with the test is there's so many variables that actually come into play because it is a hair, hair and tissue you know, analysis. There are so many things that can come into play from dehydration. I believe like shampoos can throw off certain shampoos that you use. And it's a sexy test. And then it's like, oh, it just shows you just need a little bit of this or a little bit of that. So the average consumer is like, well, if I could just run this test and pay $600 for it, and then I just need some B vitamins over here, or a little bit of this over here, then it's like, oh, that's an easy fix versus again, find that underlying cause. Mm. And so the blood test, when we go into that, we're getting more of a developed, uh, clearly identifiable kind of issue that's going on. And then that gives us a better idea. Yeah. It kind of gives us a better idea of what the root cause is of it. And if it's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, in all honesty, like all it is, is you're using like a, you know, shitty shampoo, like change your shampoo. You don't even have to go buy a supplement. You can kind of figure that out. Am I, am (laughs) I simplifying, oversimplifying that? Is that what I'm doing? No, I mean, I think, I think you're oversimplifying it in a way to create a fact of like, this test sucks. Like it does. If, if you were to run like a, if there was like a blanket swooping test that I'd be like, Hey, if you don't want to do anything and you want an accurate test, there's a, a, a panel called metabolomics. It's a um, kind of like an organic acids panel, like on steroids 
But the reason I, that I freaking love it is that it looks at like every single organ system and it looks at the pathways. And so if you have like overconversion of like serotonin, certain markers are going to be through the roof. And so that's going to lead to uh, personality disorders or depression or anxiety. And then there's like a toxic burden box of like, well, what is going on here? And then you have these certain markers like, oh, there's yeast overgrowth, there's dysbiosis in the gut, or people can't lose fat. Okay, this is a huge one. And people are like, oh, just take this, just starve yourself, blah, 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 or switch to keto, which it can help some people, sure, because carbs typically are going to cause inflammation. However, if that person has a rate limiting step that cannot actually convert fatty acids into anything usable, then you'll see on the test, it's like freaking green is good. Yellow is like, eh, red is like, oh, your pathway sucks. Mm -hmm. So like it tells you that. And then you'll have like your Krebs cycle and you'll have rate limiting steps in there. And it will say like, hey, if you have um, mercury or aluminum, it's heavy metal toxicity is going to inhibit this part of the cycle. And then it shows like everything from there. It's an awesome freaking test. Um, I would run that over hair and tissue mineral analysis any day because of how accurate it is. And for all of our British listeners, aluminum is aluminium where you're from. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that metabolomics test, is that something you offer in, in your practice too yeah. for people? Cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah so, because I've never heard of that. And I, and I actually might think that's what he was actually referring to because I remembered it started with an M. I didn't, I didn't like remember. It was a while back. But the metabolomic one seems the correct term. But that's really fascinating in that it, it checks out the pathways and stuff. Do you know off the top of your head what something like that would cost somebody to uh, get it? Or is it kind of... I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. That's what. That's why I, hire, yeah, I delegate yeah, for that's that. Why you have a, need this that's test. why you have a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get that test for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, so, I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to that stuff. So if anybody wants the metabolomics, reach out to Doc Jock and uh, ask his team. <laughs> we'll figure so, it out. <laughs> but it, but you kind of hit on something really cool, and I know this is what we part of what we really wanted to get into was the fact that like you know a lot of these tests and a lot of the things that are coming out nowadays are are to try to give quick fixes, right? Like that's one of the things that they teach you. And marketing is like if you can't if you can't sell something cheaper, sell something faster, right? And so th there's a lot of this fix quick or yeah quick fix culture in medicine. And you know, as much as I hate to say, because I love my holistic practitioners, but you start to see it with some of them as well, and some of them promoting maybe even tests that you're talking about that aren't as efficient, but it's a quick fix, so a lot of people buy into it. What's uh? Let's jam out on this for a second because I, I see that a lot in in even just products that aren't medicine. But what's your frustration mostly with that when it comes to people looking at their real health? Drives me fucking crazy, bro. Um, <laughs> Done. Drop. My like, drop. Drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. I, I, yeah just boom. I, I went off like I was talking to Megan last night. I'm like, this shit has to stop because it's it's the end of the year, right? So like everyone's trying to sell these quick fix gimmicks and stuff. And so like I did the opposite of what like most people told me to do. I actually dropped my prices down to get people to actually get the care that they freaking need. But you have like these snakes who are just like, hey, just take this survey and oh, all you need is this product or all you need is this. Anytime, like if you're like, well, how do I know if something's good or bad? Anytime somebody says this product, that just this one product is going to solve your problem, but they never address your diet, your lifestyle, your stress, your sleep, your relationships, that person's full of shit. <laughs> and they're just selling you something to make them a shitload of money. Because what happens is you get put on something, right? And it could be like, you know, you, you take a B12 or something, keeping it simple. You're like, oh, I feel really good. Like, oh, I'm really efficient. Oh, I feel great. Or uh, your iron's low. And so you're fatigued and you're bruising easily. And somebody tells you to take an iron supplement. So you, you take two things and now, now you are a consumer of two things, just like medications for the rest of your life without ever understanding why you may need those particular things. When it could just come down to H. pylori infection in the stomach or low stomach acid, hypochlorhydria. So say you're, you're on a carnivore diet, but you're still deficient in iron. Right. If you're listening to that, like, well, that shouldn't happen. You're eating so much, you shouldn't be deficient. Well, if you can't break it down, you can't extract the nutrients, therefore you're going to be iron deficient. But I mean, I've gone off. I mean, the the parasite cleanse drives me freaking bonkers. Cause if you have a healthy gut, you cannot have parasites in your gut. It's impossible. Uh, no matter what all these freaking people will tell you, are you it's about, impossible. Are you talking about like those three-day um, cleanses and shit? Is that what you're referring to? Dude, the three days, it's... Yeah. Uh, God. So, 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 you know, the listeners know, 
when you have a parasite, there's a difference between what are known as cysts and trophs. So basically like babies and adults. And so the, the life cycle of these things is usually about 60 days. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing a three-day <laughs> protocol during a full moon, you might kill some of them. You may see some stuff come out, but the freaking babies are going to be like, I'm here. Yeah. Now I'm a full-grown freaking adult. And it's like, well, now you need another one. Or they'll tell you, do one every full moon cycle. It's like, what a great business model. Yeah. You'll never go without me. You always need my products. You will always buy from me because you're seeing parasites, which is another thing that drives me crazy. People think that they see parasites in their stool when in reality, it's just your mucosal lining mm. coming out because you're doing certain things that like kind of rough up the mucosa. Mm. It's not a freaking parasite. It's That's just your, your mucosal lining. So yeah, it's... The parasite thing drives me crazy. Detoxes are going to be huge coming into this new year. The 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 diet stuff where it's like the fad dining where you just crash diet, or which is going to be very inflammatory. What set me off um, is uh, the peptide stacks. Mm. So like for for weight loss on certain things, it's like take this and 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 then you might lose weight. And I'm like, but but why did you need? Why would you need all those things to begin with? So, I, I it's like the the wolf in sheep's clothing, where it's like I'm I'm gonna portray I'm holistic. My my Facebook page or Instagram page is gonna have green. It's gonna have some leaves and stuff on it to make it look like it's more natural. And then I'm gonna lead you over here to take my product. Yeah, when it's never fixing the underlying problem. Yeah, I just went off on a huge tangent. No, there. I love it though, but but it, it lends to the fact that everybody's just really sold on these quick fixes and being here in the new year, we know yeah. people are either have already bought into it or are looking to buy into it right now. And it's one of the things I value about you a lot is like you want someone to come to you, you want somebody to get better and you want them to be naturally better and then to naturally work with their system. And that's not the overall common theme we see in a lot of doctors. Um, it's kind of like the same thing as like therapists, right? Like, does a therapist ever really want you to get better? And I'm not shitting on my therapist. So if you're a therapist, don't don't get all offended. But there are a lot of therapists out there that like they need you to keep coming back because they get paid by the session, right? And so are they ever really getting you better? Or is that even really their effort or goal? It may not be um, because of the fact that they need you. And it's kind of similar with these things. It's like, all right, yeah, take this three-day juice cleanse. And you're like, Okay, well, how many days do I have to take? So you need to take this every three days. Wait, what? I need to do a three-day cleanse for every three days I'm off the cleanse? What does that even mean? And then you're like... So it, it just goes to this quick fix mentality. But you're not actually fixing a root problem. You're not actually getting into the, the weeds of it and having a, having a fully healthy life, right? Exactly. And, and there's a time and a place... Like When it comes to peptides, there's a time and a place for those things to try to you know bring yourself up. Or if it's HRT, if you have secondary hypogonadism because they're just not working anymore, then by all means, put those things into mm-hmm. your regimen to, to keep you supported. But if you really want to find out that true underlying cause of how you developed that to begin with, you better make sure that you figure it out. Otherwise, that testosterone that you are putting in is not going to be 100% bioavailable to you. It's going to overconvert to estrogen or you're going to have uh, cardiovascular issues. You're going to have some blood clotting, which is why you need to keep up with routine blood work if you're getting put on those things. So I'm, I'm huge, a huge proponent of finding that underlying cause and then working from there. Yes, it takes a little bit more time, but we're talking about long-term goals, not just the short-term goal, right? Because I want to coach you on how to take care of yourself now but then also make sure that you you know this for yourself, for your your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids. So you're passing this down. Like I'm all about that generational health, where you're passing down these same things to to everyone. So then we break the sickness in in society nowadays. We have a whole bunch of kids running out there that know what it takes to be healthy, and you can help other kids. Those kids can help other kids to be healthy. That's what I ultimately want to see. Yeah. And there's a huge conversation and I've never actually explored this. It came up to me while you and I were just chatting right now. And uh, there's a huge conversation too. And hopefully, hopefully, you know, you know, all this information. Um, What's your input on like mothers getting while they're pregnant, making sure their gut microbiome is healthy because the child gets the gut microbiome by going through the uh, birth canal, right? And so they inherit Mm -hmm. the mother's gut microbiome from that. And so uh, do you see a lot of moms even focusing on this? Do you see even anybody even talking about it? 
So, so there, there's, I actually just had a conversation with somebody that we both know, uh, today, um, I'll tell you afterwards, but, <laughs> but we had a conversation on this where, so like, so when it comes to gut health, gut health can cause a lot of issues with just fertility to begin with. So you can have, you could be infertile, you can have miscarriage and all those things just due to gut health, just simply put. Um, now when it comes to the mom side of things, when, when patients are coming to me and they're getting pregnant or they're coming to me while they're pregnant, I still run a stool test analysis on them. Mm-hmm. There, there may be certain things that I see and like, ah, crap, I can't really do much about that. I can't do a full-on removal phase, but I can support you dietarily or help your digestive enzymes, give you probiotics because you're going to give that to your kid. Okay. And so this is the big thing when it comes to like IUI and IVF and those types of things. This is bypassing the GI side of things, right? And, and if the, the gut is completely unhealthy, you're going to give a completely unhealthy gut to your kid and you're going to increase your, your kid's risk of being sick, of uh, being cortisol driven or developing cancer. And it sucks because all this falls on the wife. Like men, we just do a donation and we're like, all right, good luck. But the, it's it's up to the woman to kind of cultivate that good health for that child on the other way out. Mm, yeah, that's that is something I've never actually really thought about. I better make sure Taylor gets her gut microbiome in order when we have kids, <laughs> or else. Uh... Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you an example, like um, with our kids. So Hoyt, when when Megan got pregnant with our son, who's five. We, we had a, a miscarriage and we were living in a moldy home at the time. We conceived in a moldy home. Then I started having some crazy symptoms of mold toxicity and I pulled our asses out and we went into a different house. And so she had the microbiome of a moldy home inside of her gut and gave it to Hoyt. So we had more, more struggles with his health when he was born. Obviously, he's f- freaking flourishing. He's one of the smartest kids I've ever met in my life now. But he, he developed in a different ecosystem than our daughter did. When we had Sage, Sage was like, Megan was in great shape. Like she was in great health. Her gut was good. Everything was good. Kicked the baby out. No problem. And Sage is like a freaking maniac. Like if she gets sick, she gets sick for a night, wakes up the next morning is like, who's ready to fucking party? Let's do it. So, but it makes a huge difference. And Hoyt can sometimes still have things that linger a little while longer. And it's just, you know, what he was kind of born into. So there's different limiting factors. But if there is a parent out there or somebody who is trying to conceive, your OB is not going to test your gut. Okay. Your fertility specialist is not going to test your gut because there's nothing that they can do. So you also can't get mad at them for running a test that they have no idea what the hell to do with it. Right. If I, if an OB was like, oh, you have H. pylori and the OB is like, I don't know what the hell to do with that. You just have that. Here's some antibiotics. Just kill it and kill all your healthy flora. (laughs) Yeah. Figure it out. Right. Because a lot of women deal with gestational diabetes because they eat like shit during pregnancy or they're eating for two. Yeah. (laughs) And so that they get put on, right. Then they get put on antifungals while they are pregnant. Um, I have a patient who was told to get put on aspirin. I'm like, holy shit. No, don't get put on aspirin because that's going to damage the gut. It's going to damage your cells. It's going to damage your stomach. It's going to damage everything. And then again, you're passing that off to your kid. So make sure you are as healthy as humanly possible so that you give that health to your kid. Otherwise, it's going to be really difficult when that kid that you really, really want does come out. It's going to be incredibly stressful for you. This is so good, dude, because I didn't even... uh, We didn't plan it, obviously. Uh, But (laughs) this is so good because even... It's always organic, man. Yeah, even even as men, like you aren't in charge of the, the child's gut microbiome, but you do have the influence of your wife or you know, your partner to say, Hey, like I heard this on Johnny's podcast and they were talking about the gut microbiome and how, how that affects the child. Because I don't think people take that seriously enough. You know, what, what our children receive from us and specifically the mother, because she's the, you know, she's birthing it and holding it for nine months. Um, it's so important. And yet like we've kind of normalized this, like, you know, society that you just get to treat your body almost like trash because of cravings. And then, you know, and then people don't want to think that that has the impact of like increased autism in society or the increase of Down syndrome within our society or the increase of ADHD and ADD in our society and like all these things. And it's, it's like, well, we just talked about all the, all the shitty food that's out there, all the microplastics that's out there, all those things. And, and we don't recognize that as adults that like, while a woman's pregnant, 
that, you know, the microplastics come through polyester and things like that onto her skin, get into her system while she's pregnant, all those things. It's just, it's such a big conversation that I don't think is being had. And I haven't heard too many people chat about it. I think a, an analogy just kind of popped up for me. It's always like, oh, I've got one in the oven, right? When they yeah. say that they use that analogy, I got one in the oven. Well, imagine if you had like the perfect ingredients, you mix the perfect, you know, cake, pie, whatever, loaf of bread, whatever you want to call it. And then every day, you went in there and you're like, uh, I want Skittles. So you sprinkle Skittles in the bread. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you're like, I'm going to do, um, I don't know, some other shitty food, sprinkle that in there. And then the next day I'm going to do that. When you, when the, the bread is done, you're going to pull the bread out and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what did I make? Like, obviously that's an extreme example, but like, what are you building your kids health with? Are you building it with, you know, like straw and things that are going to break down, deteriorate and be weak? Or are you building your kids body and immune system with bricks that are able to be, you know, withstand um, stress or disease or infections or whatever they may encounter as young little babies? Cause babies are crawling around. They're picking up all the dirt. They're putting everything in their mouth. So moms out there, just pretend use that visualization of like, having a loaf of bread in there, what are you putting in there? Are you, are you letting it do its thing? Are you just nurturing it, taking care of it? Or are you putting toxins in every day that you have a child just because you're eating for two, right? It's like first trimester is the toughest, right? So conceiving, going through first try after first try, it's like women put it into cruise control. And like, all right, now let's ride it out for the next however many months, right? And then I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like I had, I'll throw my sister under the bus. She had a <laughs> she had a, a doctor friend of hers um, who was like basically, hey, your baby's already cooked. It's done. Like everything's good. You can't damage it. Drink as much alcohol as you want. Stop it. Swear to God, right hand up. That's what she told my sister. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like that person needs their license pulled immediately. Are you serious? You're like, oh yeah, it's a good friend. I mean, yeah. And I'm like, holy, like what? So that was a rough birth for her as well. She had a, a C-section from that and a whole bunch of other complications that, that occurred. But yeah, she was like, it's okay. It's okay. The, the, the thing is done. Like, no, the thing is never done. You can't even drink like that when baby's out and you Correct. breastfeed, Correct. let alone when it's inside of your body. That's yeah. a, I mean, that's just a, do what you want. That was what she told. I'm a dude and I know that. I'm a dude and know that you can't have alcohol because you're breastfeeding and it gets into the milk. So like, what in the world? Was she drunk when she said this to your sister? What? <laughs> possibly. I wasn't there. Possibly. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, um, it brings me to kind of this other piece that I wanted to chat with you about because I, I don't, again, my doctors out there, I have a lot of respect for you guys, but the way that most doctors are taught in Western medicine is pharmacology, which is based on a whole system that's stood up by petroleum, which is based up for monetary reasons, right? Like nothing was ever taught to address a root holistically in Western medicine because of the fact that it was based upon pharmacology. And so it goes into our conversation of quick fixes. Um, and it, it, but I will say this, I'll caveat this is Western medicine. We are the premier place to treat trauma. We are phenomenal at it. Like I will say that yes. like Western medicine is the best when we come, when it comes to trauma, I don't see, I don't think anybody is really any better at it. But, uh, with this conversation, more talking about, you know, here in 2024, leading people to healthier lives and trying to get them on a true path to health, what, bro, what is like, What's your recommendation for kind of like you you get kind of assaulted if you depart from Western medicine in America or in probably even Europe and stuff. You get kind of assaulted. You get kind of excommunicated if you if you depart from Western medicine. How can you like talk to people about this? I know it's kind of what you do, but like how do we give people some answers to this? Like I just, there's so many other questions I have, but let's just start here. Well, let's just go super simple, right? You go, you go to a medical doctor. They're going to do one of two things. They're going to offer one or two things, drugs or surgery. Mm-hmm. Outside that, you can't get pissed off going to a medical doctor and getting one of the two of those things because that's exactly what you're going there for, mm-hmm. right? It's like going to the gas station. You, you pump gas in your gas tank and you get mad because you got gas in your gas tank. That's <laughs> what you were there for. <laughs> Right? Like, what did you expect was going to happen when you pulled the trigger? Skittles in my gas tank? Right? (laughs) Yeah, Skittles, sugar in the gas tank. Let's do it. See how that works out. 
<laughs> Don't try that at home. But but when it comes to these conversations, really, really quite simply, this will, this will cause your doctor to be mad. But ask them a simple question. If they offer you a medication, ask them a question in return and say, Doc, if I take this medication, is this going to make me healthier? Mm. Simple question. Will this make me healthier? And if the doctor says, yes, he's lying. <laughs> okay, really? Yeah. If, if you have a good doctor, the doctor will say, you know, it's not going to make you healthier, but it will help to handle some of these symptoms. Yeah. Or if the doctor is like, I'm going to give you, Johnny, I'm going to give you blood pressure medication, lower your blood pressure. And you have the follow-up question, well, how long do I have to take this before I can come off it? My blood pressure will stay down. You're not coming off. It's going to constantly manage your blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So then ask, so is this actually fixing the cause of why I have high blood pressure or is this just pushing it down to normal so I can survive? Mm. Right? It's always these follow-up questions and it can cause an insecure doctor to be mad because you're challenging him and he's insecure with what he's doing. He's already knowing that he's, he's lying with what he's doing and he called him out on it. And doctors, a lot of doctors don't like to be called out on. Mm-hmm. Now I have doctors that I, I work with and I'll, I'll kind of play with them a little bit too, where it's like, I'll have patients that'll come to me and they're like, Hey, I've got a doctor. I really love my doctor. I always hear, Oh, he's a good Christian guy. I'm like, all right, whatever. Cool. And like, we'll do like, um, un- like cancer stuff. So we'll work with certain cancers. And I don't claim to cure anything. I fix the body. And as a byproduct of that, cancer tends to go away. And so <laughs> the patients will be like, I'm not going to tell my doctor what we're doing. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, just keep going for your checkups. We'll see your blood work. But let me know what your doctor says when they get the blood work back. I had a, a patient with um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma we did this with. She was a young, young girl. And the doctor's like, how, how the hell is this possible? Mm. And she's like, what do you mean? And they're like, your numbers, everything is back to normal. You just stopped treating. Like, how, how did you do this? Her hair was growing back. Everything, like, she looked great. And doctor's like, what the hell? And she's like, oh, well, I've been doing things naturally. Eh. And the doctors got caught in that. And like, oh, crap. I can't say it's not working because the blood work says it. And they're like, well, whatever you're doing, keep it up because it's working. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's fun to play with doctors that way. But really, the, the thing that I love to do is empower people into making their own decisions. Don't ever make rash decisions unless it is trauma care. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for trauma care. Correct. I got jumped in 2009. I had a subdural hematoma. I was basically on my deathbed. They brought me back to life. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. But to think that those same people that are great with that are great at keeping you healthy, it's not true. They're good at keeping you alive for an extended period of time without actually addressing that true underlying cause. So empower yourself. Be your own health advocate whenever it comes to your health. And so that way, when you go to the doctor, you have some form of an education that you're bringing to there to say, hey, I've got high blood pressure and I understand you're probably going to give me high blood pressure medication to lower it down. But what may have caused that? Like, What can I do to try to help to bring that back down to normal? Do I need to change my diet? Do I need to do this? Do I need to reduce stress? Do I need to work less? Do I need to sleep more? What is it? And that's how you're going to get those true results. And that's how you're going to have and find the best doctor you can. Yeah, that's so good. And and it's also uh, like they're giving you... in you can elaborate on this more, but they're giving you stuff that really is kind of like raping your system and hormonally and, you know, uh, microbiome, your uh, healthy gut flora, all those things. So typically when when you go to Western medicine, you're going to get tossed pharmacology, right? The whole bucket. And then majority of that stuff, and I can't even say that there's anything that's exempt if it's coming from that, um, T- tears apart your hormonal and mm-hmm. uh, microbiome system, correct? Or we can't, we won't blanket statement. I won't blanket statement, but majority of it, correct? Like we can, we can probably like <laughs> lean. To, I yeah, yeah, I can't say that any pharmaceutical is really like in your best interest. No, I mean, because because there's a couple things. Again, going back to analogies, right? Like if you go over to your grandma's house or something, and you see your medicine cabinet, it has like 20 different medications in there. Is your grandma healthy? Hell no. If she has 20 medications, no way. What if she doesn't have a single symptom? Is she healthy? Still, the answer is no. She's chemically regulated, right? And medications work because like you said, they rape your body. They basically push you into submission. And every time you take a medication, I want you to, to verbalize to yourself, what am I sacrificing taking this medication, right? And if you don't think that there's a sacrifice, yes, there is because there is a negative side effect that is attached to every single medication. So what if it's liver toxicity? Oh, great. I'm sacrificing my ability to be able to detox and repair and get rid of toxins. Are you serious? 
Or how about my hormones, right? Or you get a surgery. I just had a patient on Monday, had their gallbladder taken out 20 years ago. And a doctor never told them about taking bile salts or something else to help them to emulsify their fats and absorb it. He's got pain. He's got sciatic pain. He's got low testosterone. He's got all of this stuff that's going on because he can't break down and emulsify fats or absorb them. So with every every single medication, I think it's worse now than it ever has been. I mean, I don't really watch commercials, but any that do pop on when I'm streaming here, it'll have like five seconds worth of like, oh, I had this problem and I took blah, 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 blah. And then for like five minutes straight, it's people frolicking through the fields (laughs) with like, this will cause your, your anal leakage and your head will explode and your arms will fall off and goodbye to your balls and you'll never have an erection again in your life. And you're like, what the hell? That those are the sacrifices that you have to be willing to take when you're taking these certain things. Mm-hmm. There are websites too, uh, Mitavin, M-Y-T-A-V-I-N, Mitavin.com. You can throw in just a normal medication and it will tell you what nutrients are also being robbed from your body. Wow. So when you're, again, you're doing a hair and tissue mineral analysis, or you're like, hey, I'm low in magnesium. Well, why? Is there something that you're taking that's mm-hmm. depleting your body of that particular nutrient? Right. There's always a cause for the effect. You have to find it though. Mm-hmm. That's, I didn't know about that website that you can do that. It's fun. It's really fun to play with. I don't, yeah. I don't take pharmaceuticals. So I guess it's a good thing. But yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I have patients coming in and are like, why is this happening? I'm like, just we'll pull this up together. We go over and I type their stuff and they're like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, see, pretty easy. Well, and that's the thing too. It's like we, we've seen obviously the pol- polarized uh, COVID shot, right? Like we're, you, you, we've seen that, right? In, but vaccines in general, like we, we, it's a, it's that quick fix Western medicine answer to things, right? And people, I, I, you know, I just feel so bad because we as the public, and I'll put, I'll put myself in this too, um, especially before I started doing my own research and started to really dive into a lot of this stuff. Like we're at the mercy of trusting the doctor because one, we've been taught to do that through psychological operations and TV and everything else. But then also they, they do have a long time being educated in a certain field. And when you have a profession that's that way, a specialty that's that way, you kind of defer it to it because there's so much you don't understand. And so for the average person, they're sitting there like, well, you know, Jacques, I'm, I'm tied to Western medicine, but I've also been taught to be tied to doctors. And like, I've also been taught that if I go take you know, what is it? Uh, Arna, is it Arnanica or Arnica for Arnica? Arnica. If I go and take Arnica for inflammation instead of ibuprofen, it's not going to work as well, right? Like I'm going to not see as quick of results from it. So I'll just take the ibuprofen. So how do we talk to, to, to everybody to kind of get them to, to see that there's a path to depart from it, but it's not a path where like they're going to be left out in the wind or not have an ability to recover and stay healthy and and but then also not have the side effects of things that come out of like ibuprofen and Tylenol and all these things that are even over the counter. Yeah, I mean, number one, like you kind of said, like phar- pharmaceuticals came from Eastern medicine, so herbalism. And so what they would do, Rockefeller found out certain herbs could do certain things. And so they study them and then they extract it and they create a synthetic component of it. Instead of using natural God-given components, they're like, let's make this with pharmaceuticals. So whenever it comes to, whenever it comes to educating yourself on what am I taking or how to take it, there is also a huge piece of this that is also the placebo effect. Okay. And so um, if I, I forget what the actual study was, but there was a study that found out that red colored cough medicine, pills, et cetera, tend to work better because in our mind, we associate the color red with cough medicine or something. So That's there's funny. a placebo that actually weighs into that. But, but the, also the other follow-up question that your viewers were probably fine with, but like the question I asked, when, when were vaccines ever good? Yeah. When were they ever? Because they weren't, they were lied to about being good and, and the creators of vaccines and all these things, they, they were experimenting on the public. They experimented on their family. Uh, like, I think it was, um, I forget what vaccine it was, but it basically ended up killing the, the guy's kid. And it was like, oh, let's keep rolling it out anyways. Mm-hmm. Like they piggybacked this era of like, we have all of these diseases. And if you look at any of the actual trend lines of the, of the disease states, they were already trending down. Yeah. Vaccines yeah. were introduced in a year or two after they spike right yeah. the fuck back up and then they start coming back down again. They're like, oh, see, 
See, yeah. the vaccine did it. No, it didn't. No, it freaking didn't. And then looking throughout history with vaccines, we had the polio vaccine with SV40 in it. And now SV40 supposedly contaminated COVID shots. I'm like, were they contaminated or was this another thing that the freaking pharmaceutical companies were doing to us? Yeah. Right. And then they're like, we got rid of polio. No, you freaking didn't. You renamed it to Guillain-Barre. They're like, polio is gone, but this weird new thing is exactly like polio with a different name is here. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right? So like they, 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 they have been doing this throughout history. And I would challenge you if, if you are on the side of the COVID shots and all that stuff and you're like, you know what? That stuff, that's twisted. That clearly doesn't work. No way, no how. Then ask yourself the follow-up question. If they got busted doing it now, and it's the same companies that have been making these vaccines for many, many years, if they got busted now and they have immunity, you can't sue them. They are, they are lawsuitless. You cannot touch them, right? Do you think maybe they've been doing this the entire time and you had no idea, right? So, yeah, it's, I get fired up on that stuff. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, it's, it's just like, because, you know, uh, I, you know, I asked this gentleman, he's a, he's a pretty prominent doctor and he was retired. He's an orthopedic surgeon. I, I had a chat with him when I was leaving uh, Costa Rica and he and I were talking and, and I asked him about RFK Jr. I said, hey, you know, cause I, I knew he was kind of like a, of the liberal mindset. And I was just like, Hey man, what's your views on, on RFK Jr. I love to have these conversations. I don't, I don't give a shit who you vote for. Like I still, human beings have more in common as human beings than we do fucking politics. But so I'm chatting with him. Great, great dude. Really knowledgeable, highly intelligent. Um, and, and he's like, oh man, he's crazy. He's anti-vax. And I'm like, bro, have you read his book? There's 3,200 citations and reasons why he's anti-vax and they're all legitimate. And, uh, and so, yeah. and, and that's not what I was getting at with this question for you to be anti-vax. I was getting at it because of the fact that it's, it's another one of those quick fixes. It's another one of those things we defer to doctors to say, Hey, but people seldomly look at, okay, what's the doctor's motivation to sell you this vaccine? Typically money. They make money on how many they sell. And then the other thing is that vaccines you know, historically have been known to be actually very detrimental to anybody's health that takes them. Um, and again, to, this isn't me just spouting off nonsense. This is me actually referring to, if you really want to read it's it, research. Yeah. yeah, it's a phenomenal book. It's uh, RFK Jr.'s uh, book, um, The Real Anthony Fauci. And he has 3,200 citations on this stuff. Talks about polio, like Doc Jacques was just talking about. But ultimately, it's just like this quick fix culture. How do I want people to just at least start questioning it, which is why I love having you on because you give them the ammo to say, Oh shit, like this guy knows what he's talking about. Maybe I should start questioning it and yeah. like move to real health. Yeah. But I love, I love how you talk about how it just really rips you of true health because at the end of the day, when you're older, what's the effects that you're going to have from this? Right? Yeah. I mean, and the other, the other piece of this too is the more doctors can tell you there's nothing you can do the more control they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if, if they're like, you will get smallpox, you will get shingles, you will get chickenpox, you will get uh, TB, you'll get all of these diseases. If you don't get this and you're like, Oh well, shit. Like, I don't want that. That sounds miserable. I saw the pictures. I saw the commercials. Oh, that looks super freaky. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. So the more you do that, you're, you're giving your power away. And so, so I, I challenge you to, to question that, you know, right. What is, what is there? motive. Why? But also when it comes to the quick fix, like COVID, a lot of people got caught with their pants down, right? They've been fat, lazy, overweight, just slobs of human beings. I'm just going to say it. They were. And they got caught with COVID. And then that, that was the highest mortality rate was old, overweight, obese people who had like 58,000 pre-existing conditions, yeah. right? So we're, we're talking about quick fixes. Why, why are we trained or why are we told to just pretend everything is okay until it's not? Mm -hmm. That I think is the big error in our society. Like for me, I'm constantly working on myself, making myself healthy, making sure that I sleep, taking care of myself so that if something does come again, I don't care. Mm -hmm. if, if I get whatever it is, it's not going to kill me. It's not going to be the end of me. It's not going to be that miserable. And my body's going to overcome it. And what we found out with COVID is people with natural 
acquisition or, or naturally acquiring COVID have far more stronger antibodies than people who got the jab. Yeah. Yeah. I let my body fight it off because I'm constantly tending to it. I don't wait until shit hits the fan. I don't fear that stuff coming. So I think that's where the true power is, is when you take control of your health again, you're unstoppable Mm -hmm. and you're exactly what the government doesn't want because you're no longer relying on the teeth of the government to take care of you. Yeah, correct. Because they're supporting up the pharmaceutical companies. And if you, if, you, if you guys don't think the federal government is highly invested in the back end of the <laughs> pharmaceutical companies, you are extremely incorrect. Yeah. Um, so they have a reciprocal relationship to feed you guys things that aren't healthy. But what's really funny too, and I don't know if you actually have heard this or not, and I'd love to hear if you have. I actually was, I was talking to a doctor... Oh man, I was talking to a doctor just recently. It may have been only a few weeks ago. And they actually made the comment that a lot of medicine is going to monoclonal antibodies now. Have you heard this? Really? Yeah. I, I, I think I heard it maybe six months ago, but I didn't think it was taken or, or sticking much. But yeah, go ahead. But what's fascinating is obviously Peter McCullough was screaming from the rooftops that the way people were handling COVID was insane. The vaccine's ridiculous, all this stuff. And he's like, we were effectively treating this with monoclonal antibodies, right? And monoclonal antibodies, um, you know, obviously it's, there's no patent there. There's nothing for pharmaceutical companies to make money off of. So they don't want monoclonal antibodies to, to come out and be something. But now the, it's it, from what I've heard, and I don't know how true this is. I didn't follow up with a lot of serious research. So I was, I was hoping that you had some, some background on it, but somebody made the comment that a lot of uh, medicine was going towards monoclonal antibodies. Can you explain to people a little bit about monoclonal antibodies or do you, are you well versed in the knowledge behind monoclonal antibodies and how they work with us to help us be healthy? I'm not as well versed. It's the first time you've stumped me on it. I'm not as well versed with it. I know what they are and what they, what they tend to do. And that's also why I, I get really nervous. Like when the government finds something that's natural and then they get obsessed with it. Yeah. That's what I'm like, Shit, it's about to be tainted. <laughs> so they're going to take something really good and just completely destroy it or throw something else in it yeah. and not tell us that it's in it. And it's going to lure us, all the, the health conscious people, it's going to lure us in, in that direction. But I mean, anytime we're talking about antibodies, we're working with the immune system, we're working on giving us a way to be able to defend against certain viruses, bacteria, whatever that we, we may come across. And so like a lot of the things with the, the mRNAs and some of the, the vaccines that came out for COVID is especially with people with autoimmunity, like autoimmunity is incredibly common. It's not normal, but it's incredibly common. But there's also these undiagnosed autoimmunities that people don't even know about mm. and they were going to get in the jab. And so they were, I think that's what McCullough was saying too, is like, we have to get away from those things. We have to warn people, hey, if you do have any sort of autoimmunity, like there should have been screenings at least that were done before these jabs were given, but instead they're like line up and it was like, they're just bah, 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 yeah. jabbing people left and right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. I, I hopefully uh, I'll challenge you to do some research so you can regurgitate to me the yeah. information so I don't have to do it, but <laughs> yeah, go find, Fine with that. You'll find yeah. out if we're, if we're starting to go towards monoclonal antibodies and what they're doing with it. And if they censor the research too, yeah. cause that's the other thing too, is like a topic will come up and then all of a sudden it gets buried. I'm like, where the hell did it go? Or like I'll have like uh, on my favorites tab, I'll have certain documents and stuff saved. Then I'll go and I'll click on them and then they're not there anymore. File not found. I'm like, where the hell did it go? So I think they're scrubbing some of that stuff off too, unless they're able to spin it and use that research to, to validate why they're going to do something else and tamper with it and make it better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point too. That's a great point. Anything when the government gets behind it, I get very nervous. Um, and as somebody who's worked with the government for over 20 years, like that's a, that's a thing that like I have very familiar relationship with and, uh, definitely doesn't give me a warm and fuzzy, but the, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's like when they came out and said, uh, aliens were real. I was like, fuck aliens aren't even real now. I'm so disappointed because if the government's saying they're real, it's (laughs) definitely not real. (laughs) We're smoking mirrors. Like they're real. Don't pay attention to this. Yeah. 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 But it's, yeah, it's fascinating to to watch the, um, I think a lot of people are really starting. I, I mean, you would know better than I would. Do you see a lot more people starting to jump over to the functional medicine side of things? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people who um, have lost that trust, which is interesting because you'll have like different divisions where it's like, um, I'll never get the COVID shot, but I get the flu shot every year. Yeah, I'm like, mm, I'm kind of <laughs> doing the same thing there. Like, eh, you know, 
again, like, it, well, at least it's not, at least it's not mRNA. At least it's not mRNA when it's, yeah, at least right. not yet. <laughs> sure. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Everything will be at one point, I'm sure, Fauci. Um, <laughs> but like, you'll have, you'll have that type of person, like they're kind of in the middle. Then you'll have the people like the F medicine, pharmaceuticals. I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I knew it was bad and I'm, I'm over here now. And then you will still have the people who are, they have their heads in the sand. I had a patient who called me from California, nothing against California, but you know, they tend to be um, different in a way that they think. And so the, this guy was like, I've been having all these heart problems, these heart complications, you know, this, that, and the other thing going on. And he was like, and I went to a chiropractor and a chiropractor asked me if I got the jab and I said, yes. And he said, that's what caused it. Didn't give me any context. So now I'm mad and that's not what caused it. And I'm like, when did it happen? And he was like, Oh, about like, Four months ago, I'm like, when'd you get the jab? Like four months, so like five months ago, a month before all this started happening. I'm like, you were totally fine before, and you got that, and then now you having all this weird stuff happen. Like, you know, it's not rocket science. Like putting that together isn't you know 100 gold standard. But like, you know, if I stub my toe and then I'm like, oh, my toe hurts. I'm like, well, you stubbed it the other day. I'm like, that didn't do it. <laughs> yes, it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Especially when you know the research, myocarditis and all that is, that is associated with that or, or women with weird cycles or infertility now. So there are more people making a push for, for the natural. In fact, I'm going even deeper into the herbalism side of things. And I'm piggybacking like when we talked about aspirin, aspirin came from white willow bark. Mm. That was the original aspirin. And then pharmacaea came in and we're like, oh, let's turn it into aspirin. Right or metformin was goat's rue, and they took that and turned it into metformin. So, every pretty much every single medication that has come about has stemmed from an herb that was planted on this earth oh, for sure. us. Yeah. And so that's what I'm really going into. And I'm like, how can I, you know, make herbs or formulations and tonics and things like that for people to be able to take that have no side effects at all? Because I love my herb books. They're like, what's the known contraindications? Fucking nothing. Like nothing. Extreme health. That's basically it. So uh, that's what I'm really excited to dive into and see who's willing to come with me on that side. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of like the, the important thing. I think as we're looking at the rampant um, kind of, you know, toxic shoving down your throat pharmaceutical attempt to just continually govern Western society and, and our health. And we're the most, and we're the unhealthiest we've ever been in society. And you can't just attribute that to our food uh, by any means. Our food and the pharmacology that we've been introduced to have, have, in my belief, have been the combination plus a lot of the synthetic things we're putting into, you know, our, our, you know, clothing and, and containers and stuff like that. But um, I want to kind of start finishing this up with how to how to give people like some practical ways of starting to move in the direction of functional medicine. Say, for instance, they don't like have a friend like I have a friend like you, right? If I call you, you're gonna pick up the phone. You're gonna be like, "Hey, dumbass, put down the pharmaceuticals." Like, let's let's talk about this, right? But like, some people don't have that, and not only do they not do they not have that, they don't have the knowledge behind it. Um, and they don't have the family support behind it because everybody they know is tied into Western medicine. What is something we can start just to give them to say if they, you know, obviously we've given them a lot to think about, but what can we start to give them to, to move towards that path? Hey everyone, want to take a quick second here and let you know about my new book, Design the Man Within. It is all about getting the everyday man the tools he needs to start becoming a better version of himself, but also becoming a man who loves himself and impacts the people around him positively. Go ahead to designthemanwithin.com and get your copy today. I am very proud of this book and it was the book I needed years ago when I started my journey. And so I hope that it can be that door opening book for every man out there to start his own personal journey with tools and tips that I've used to help grow through some of the darkest times in my life to become somebody who looks at the man in the mirror and loves who he sees. So make sure you head over to designthemanwithin.com and get your copy today.
Yeah, I think um, one of the best things is not just a plug for myself, but it's one of the, one of the reasons I created the Doc Jock Show, the podcast that I have that you've been on. The Doc Jock Show is a whole bunch of like free free education information to kind of educate you on what we are actually talking about. And I've had patients who, you know, a friend of a friend referred them to me or to the to the podcast, and then they listened to the podcast for like four months or so just to make sure that like they understood and they were confident. And just had a call with the patient this week. He was like, I've been listening to you for a while. I'm ready to make the change. I agree with you. And they'll take that education from that podcast and then they'll start doing some more research on it. If there's like a, a test or something that I can recommend for you to do, we can go back to the metabolomics test. If you're like, if there's one test that I can do, just do that. Or, or take a look at your adrenals, do a saliva mm-hmm. adrenal panel or a stool test. There's plenty of options. But if you have questions like, you know, if you're following Johnny, just pop over to, to my page and shoot me a DM um, or, or jump on a free 15-minute discovery call with me. This is what I do. Like I love educating people on it. And I understand there's so many people screaming from the rooftops, do this, don't do this, don't eat this, don't do that. And then you're like, it, it, it's like paralysis by analysis. And it's not fair anymore. And it's pushing people back into the, the pharmaceuticals, back into the junk food, back into the things that they know isn't healthy for them, but it's at least easier to comply to that than figure out, can I have kale or not? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for all you guys out there, obviously I couldn't promote a a medical show more than the doc jock show. So just make sure you guys go check that out. But also like in all honesty, I'll tell you right now from firsthand experience, the level of understanding about your true, true health that you can get by doing a couple of simple tests um, it is v- profound. And so for anybody out there thinking like, Oh my God, this is like functional medicine. It's not covered by insurance. Obviously start thinking about why that is yeah. right. <laughs> but, but like, yeah. uh, but yes, it's not covered by most insurances, but guess what? The, if you take one of these tests, it's not that expensive to do the test. Um, and you get a call typically with Jacques after it to go through the test And from there, you can make a decision on your health, right? But at least you started, you opened the door to what real health looks like. And you got some real pictures of like, oh, this is how my body's functioning. And this is why things might be happening. I'll never forget you and I were having a conversation. Oh, man, what was it? It was something on... uh, I think it was like... I can't remember what it was. It was about hormones. Then we got on something with steroids and you sent me this whole diagram. And so by the way, Jacques knew all the, (laughs) he knew all the pathways of this like steroid thing. And he tells me about it. And I'm like, bro, you are literally speaking hieroglyphics. He goes, here, check this out. And he sends me like the diagram. And I was like, yeah, this isn't helping. Okay. Like I don't understand any of this, (laughs) but it, it just goes to the profound knowledge that you have about the human body, how it works and how the pathways go as far as how hormones process and convert, which I didn't even know any of this, right? Um, and uh, it's just, it's powerful. So I'm, my biggest thing is I want people to take their health back, take their power back, which is what you promote. So anybody out there that's listening, it is 2024. If you have been shitting on your health for years, go reach out to Doc Jacques, go get on a clarity call with him or get a test and just get on a call with him so he can help you understand the test so you can start to see a real picture for your health. Bro, I appreciate you so much. Is there any last things that you want to share with the community? Um, Or is there any last things that you want to let them know that you have out that's available right now for them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I think I think the big thing, the big picture is just start with small steps each day. Okay. It's very easy to get drowned in all the things that you should be doing. Just try a new thing each day. And, and over time, those habits will accumulate and you will be a healthier version of you if you just start small in 2024. The other thing I'll do is since we're shooting this in still the time frame to try to help to jumpstart the, the new year, I will extend the, the Black Friday sale basically that I'm doing for patients, which is basically multiple options. But the best one, honestly, is going to be eight months of coaching with me. So one-on-one coaching, and you get two tests included in that. And usually it's going to be like 6,000 plus for that package. But for the Black Friday sale we've been doing, it's only 2997 So $2,997. And you'll get that all covered. It's not going to cover any um, supplements or anything like that. But you'll have that test read that I'll do with you where I actually go through 
your test so you fully understand how this is impacting your health. And then we'll go through protocols and procedures, lifestyle hacks and things like that to get you to the next level in 2024. So if you heard it, reach out. Go ahead, Johnny. What's Wait, up? I was just going to say, hold on. You're offering for $2,997 <laughs> months with you and, and the blood work test? Yeah. Holy... Yeah. I, I've known Jock for a long time, guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like, if you don't take that deal right now, you may want to slap yourself in the face because I know. I know what yeah. it is like to work with him on a regular basis. Um, it's that's insane, yeah, man. bro. That's it was. Really it was cool. one of those things. It just, just from from my heart, like you know, I, I we talk about worth and all this stuff. I, I understand. I actually texted you about that yesterday. Like, I understand what I'm worth, but in this day and age with where the economy is going and things, I understand it, it can be difficult to find yeah. number one, a, an actual cause of your problems and then to be able to afford mm-hmm. that side of things. And so I know that, you know, my 6,000, I have some patients who are paying $13,000 to work with me. And, and if I can discount this down and give you a blueprint on how to regain your health back, that's honestly, truly what I want to do. I care about who I work with. I'm so connected with those people and I really true care truly care about the results that you get. And that's why I'm doing that, that deal. Is it, um, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but is there a payment plan for people if they do take advantage of that? Mm -hmm. Oh, dope. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, um, we, I will connect with you on how to get that code or how to get that link to people, um, that are listening to the show. Uh, Maybe I don't know if it's like you they just need to mention art of masculinity to you. Um, that they heard this yeah, episode. That's fun. Yeah, just shoot you a message. Art of masculinity. Yep. Cool. Shoot, yeah, DM or anything. Um, I can have my team keep the the little flag page up and make it specific for you, Johnny. Um, but yeah, anybody who calls and says, Hey, heard on the art of masculinity, can I get that deal? Everyone will know who, what you're talking about and we'll we'll go through it and make it, make it work. All right. So we'll we'll get a link from your team. We'll put it in the show notes for everybody listening. If you're listening and you want to take advantage of it and you don't really want to go to the show notes and click it, make sure you DM uh, or reach out to Jacques and his team just mentioning the art of masculinity. I highly recommend do not pass this up. Uh, I have not seen a better <laughs> deal pretty much in my life for taking <laughs> yeah. advantage of your health. And the fact that this is going to kick off your 2024 and you basically get almost a full year with Jacques for 2024 to really get your true health in place. Like this is... That's phenomenal, bro. I really love that you're doing it and so grateful that you're offering that to the community. So appreciate you, brother. We will get all that out. Make sure you guys check out the show notes. Get the link to Doc Jacques show. Make sure you get the link to his website and everything else. We're going to put it in there. Um, and yeah, bro, just, I love you, man. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being too, the, the giver that you are for people and, uh, making sure they stay healthy. So to everybody listening, as always, remember that the world deserves a better caliber of man. It's our obligation to give it to them. All right, guys. 